0: On today's episode of Talkin' Tom, we're solving The Da Vinci Code, starring, who is also coincidentally the code to my cryptex, Tom Hanks.
1: The Da Vinci Code is a 2006 Ron Howard-directed mystery thriller featuring the third collaboration of Howard and Hanks. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates.
0: What's up, Hanks heads? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Tom, the Pod Hanks Tomcast, where we watch Tom Hanks movies and then we talk about them. We made it! We made it!
1: It's there's light outside today.
0: There's light outside. We're, doing,
1: we're making a podcast while the sun's still out—a rarity in this day and age for yeah, us.
0: It is. We're recording it a day late. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah, we're behind.
0: But that's the norm for us now.
1: That's the uh, Robert Langdon way. Uh-huh. That's a lie that he's makes zero sense, but <laughs> I wanted it to make sense. A
0: tough guy.
1: Just tough and all, he's on his schedule.
0: Mm, yeah. That's well, actually
1: not true again. I'm I know. Making these things Did up. you
0: watch the same movie?
1: I did, yeah. All of it. Um, <laughs> all
0: yeah. two and a half hours?
1: All two and a half hours mm, of it.
0: Yeah. Well, before we get started, my name's Josie.
1: My name's Daniel.
0: And we're two we're, friends. Yeah. Making
1: podcasts.
0: Yeah, just like... Normal people watching yes. Tom Hanks movies regularly. Absolutely normal. <laughs> Making it a priority in our life.
1: The other day on Twitter, a friend of mine was asking. He put up all these movies he wanted to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, he had Big and A League of Their Own on there. Nice. And I tweeted, and he was like, "Which of these should I watch?" And I was like, "Double feature that you deserve, Hanks." Yeah. And then I plugged the podcast, uh-huh. and then he just retweeted my plug and kept being like, "Have you seen my friend's podcast?" Like being a real dingus about it but um he, he listened to the podcast so
0: that's always nice that's pretty
1: nice but he hadn't seen the movies so i don't know if he's gone back are
0: those we'll both? see
1: we'll see if he gets to this one and then is like i did that i know this i know who you're yeah. talking about
0: those are both penny marshall huh yeah because
1: uh, he's doing like an all like women directed
0: oh rock on I yeah like,
1: dope i didn't think cool. about that how have you been
0: i'm great uh as i was last time we recorded yeah. i'm unemployed
1: that's awesome. In between Congrats.
0: jobs. <laughs> I have a job starting in a week or two. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I just go to yoga. Um, I was trying really hard to like get really cute and skinny for Mexico, but uh-huh. it hasn't happened yet.
1: <laughs> Same. I feel you. Yeah. I'm not going to Mexico, though. Well. That'll be awesome.
0: Yeah. It, it will be awesome. Um, you know, my brother came to visit a, a week ago. Had a great time with him. We did so much cooking. I don't know. Do you like cook? I do. Yeah, I like to cook. We made cast iron pizzas.
1: Oh, I saw your photos of that. You did like a cauliflower one.
0: No, I'm we that did up. sourdough crust. Sourdough, sourdough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was so good. I'll make
1: it for you sometime. That sounds great. A cast iron pizza. I have to get a cast iron pan. That's what I could put on the ridge <laughs> I'm bringing stuff into the podcast that I was talking about before. Unimportant. Unimportant. Did you guys also go to Disney?
0: No, I took him last time he was okay. here. That's probably what you're thinking I was going to try
1: and tie it into Tom Hanks somehow, like Toy well, Story or...
0: we watched uh, the Spider-Man movies, but those don't have Tom Hanks in them, so I don't know why. All
1: right. We're off to a really good this start. This is good. Our Tom yeah. Hanks podcast. <laughs> Did you want Into the Spider-Verse?
0: Yeah, I loved okay. it. so
1: good. Yeah. That is John Mulaney, who is... As the pig. I would watch a Tom Hanks, John Mulaney movie. Who, would, who can make that happen? I can make that happen. You totally could. I, I wonder would... what they would...
0: Be.
1: I want them to play off of each other, father and son.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: John Mulaney is the father. I don't want anyone to copyright this. I'm going to submit this to the, the Writers Guild. Okay. Before it's too late.
0: I wonder what we could call it. Is there a sequel to Big? No. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but Big it's just
1: true. He just becomes John Mulaney's age. Wow. Okay. I well, like I think this. We're on we'll brainstorm something. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to, we'll, we'll sit down with this.
0: So. It's a nice springtime day. It's heating up in LA.
1: Yeah,
0: we both watched The Da Vinci Code last night.
1: We did.
0: And this morning,
1: <laughs> yes, separately. I had to do it in two parts.
0: I had to as well for a separate reason. It's a
1: long movie.
0: I was just scared. I had to turn it off. That that albino just beating himself up was <laughs> yeah a little much. Religion's bed. crazy,
1: according to The Da Vinci Code.
0: Organized religion is weird.
1: That, uh, I was going through and like reading a bunch of stuff about the movie of mm. how, how much controversy the book cost yeah. I and mean, the, the movie cost about, because of that, where it makes people look insane,
0: which is yeah.
1: great. But I think if you watch it, you're like, it's not, it's very specific people. It's yes. not an attack on religion.
0: Yeah. And also like, just chill out. It yeah. does work of fiction. <laughs> oh, like fiction. Probably was great for the movie. Oh, flames on fire. Sorry. No, <laughs> I just made like a horrible joke. Sorry. But
1: um I feel like probably great for the movie all that controversy because then people oh, are yeah. like, everyone's mad about this.
0: I gotta see it.
1: But I was only, s- I, this. the book came out when I was in middle school and mm-hmm. I read it and then the movie came out, I was like 16 maybe mm-hmm. and I saw it because of, it was just so much, everyone's freaking out about it um, and then I saw it. I won't say how I felt about it yet, we'll get to that.
0: Okay, you saw it in theaters.
1: I did saw I saw it in theaters and then I watched it I think like years later, and I haven't watched it since. So It's been at least 10 years since I've seen it.
0: Okay. And tell me, what do you remember about the book? Um, Did you like it?
1: I, okay, this applies to the book and the movie. This should be my shit. (laughs) It is like a mystery with convoluted plot where everything is a clue and all of these great pieces of history are parts of the clue. I should love it. I should love it so much. And? And I don't.
0: Oh, no! <laughs> it
1: drives me bonkers.
0: Interesting.
1: The book, too. I would almost go so far as to say the movie might be better than the book. Okay. Only, well, I don't know. I'm actually talking about my my butt now.
0: No. I'm like censoring You're myself in my
1: butt. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. The movie, in, well, first, we should explain what this movie is. Right. I'm getting, yeah, I'm, no, gonna, no. I'm going off. <laughs> This movie, this, this story The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code is a series of films starring Tom Hanks, who plays a character named Robert Langdon, mm-hmm. who is the professor of religious symbols, mm. which is not a real thing. I feel like it's not. I should have Googled it, but I don't think that's a real thing. I'm sure. Maybe. I feel but I feel like, like it's probably like part of art history or something.
0: Yeah, maybe not just. Having
1: such a specific religious symbols as a full form of. St- uh, maybe it is. I'm, I mean.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. It's a, basically this mystery thriller. A gentleman is murdered in the Louvre mm. by an albino monk um, named...
0: Remy or something? I think it's Silas. Oh, you're right.
1: Remy's oh. the butler. <laughs> Remy's remember the names. rat
0: in Ratatouille?
1: See, like, the mystery part of this gets in my head. I like remember the character's name because I'm like invested in the mystery. Okay. it's weird. Usually I forget every character's name.
0: You're right. It's. I'm going
1: to forget everyone else's name now that I've said no, that. No,
0: I've, I've gone and pulled up now.
1: But... uh, <laughs> There's basically a murder in the Louvre and the person who is killed before he dies leaves a trail of clues and makes himself look like a da Vinci painting. I forget the name of the painting, but it's the, it's the human, the male who is spread with the um, upside down star on his chest. Mm-hmm. That's not pentagram. It's, or mm. is it? There's a better, there's a word for it.
0: I literally don't know.
1: But it's the, it's the famous um, Leonardo da Vinci painting.
0: Yeah, and the like anatomy of man.
1: Yeah. And so the police come to investigate and within the writing that he's left these clues, he's asked for Robert Langdon, who happens to be in France at the time. So they bring in Robert to look over these things and try and unravel these clues. And of course they suspect him and then it becomes this chase movie as they try and uncover the clues of what the heck this means. And the, the kind of the general premise is they're looking for the Holy Grail and the way to the Holy Grail is buried in all these different Da Vinci paintings. There's all these clues and all these little things. It's really, it should be so dope. Um, but it's sort of the crux of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's this mystery about the Holy Grail. Yeah. Kind of like Indiana Jones 3.
0: Yeah. Or National Treasure.
1: Yeah. Great movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Great movie. Oh, I wish we could uh, watch that on our You own think
0: you, whatever, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. okay. So, interesting that. So, has all the pieces of a movie that sound really great to someone like you.
1: It has every, every box is checked.
0: Yeah. And for some reason it's not coming together right now. I have
1: the reasons, but.
0: Okay. Well. Yeah. I will just come out and say it that I disagree.
1: I know. I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) This is the first time we ever like just blatantly disagree. I have been waiting
1: for this. I I was worried watching it that I was going to look for more reasons to hate it so we could fight about it. Yeah. But then my weirdest take from it is I actually liked it more this time than what I remembered.
0: Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this is like probably because I, I think of like how old I was when I read the book. I, I think I've talked about on the show before that I, I was raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't consider myself to be practicing Catholic. I don't like, I'm not part of that anymore, but a lot of my like, own self is tied into the Catholic like mythology. Okay. I have a deep understanding of it.
1: That's really interesting.
0: And I remember reading this book in seventh or eighth grade while I was at a Catholic school and just being like shook to my core. Did they
1: allow you to, I mean, with all the controversy around it, was there any talk in the school about it?
0: I remember a teacher kind of like looking down on me when I would want to do like a book report on it and stuff. And I, of course, like I was looking for any reason to kind of question everything Yeah. Um, so I really kind of took it as fact, (laughs) which is the absolute, like,
1: that's nightmare
0: of the church. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like why they tried to stop the movie from being made. And, um, I don't remember there being like as big of a, people were really fascinated by it. Yeah. It like took the world by storm. It was,
1: I I read it. I I can't remember what grade. I must've been like sixth or seventh grade. Uh I was like still really young, but I remember I was, the internet was still fairly new to us, the full on access to it all the time. And I was fascinated by the reaction to it that made me want to read it um, on the surface just because of, why is everyone so mad at this book? Mm-hmm. And then when I read it, I was more, probably more so when I saw the movie, I was a little bit older, but I was confused why this was causing that much controversy. Because once I saw it, I was like, that doesn't, this seems like a little bit of a stretch. Like, I think everything's kind of painted pretty clearly that it's not everyone. It's sort of like a villainous plot type of thing.
0: Yeah. It's fun. I like movies with like clues and like yeah. if there's like been a mystery the whole time that only like the right people are uncovering it. I love that. I used to play these Nancy Drew. Um, oh, I did too. You did too. The PC, the PC, PC games? games. So good. They're so good. So they have like it's of course Nancy always like stumbles upon some mansion that's got a you know bunch of clues and hidden passages. That's the best. I so love like, that. Boxcar
1: Children. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's all like, again. It's like all children. my. Well, are all Mr. Hardy Boys.
0: Yeah, no I'm just we- I always those.
1: I liked Hardy Boys, but I always thought Nancy Drew was cooler.
0: Way cooler.
1: Don't I, I I couldn't couldn't describe. I don't remember why I thought that as a kid, but I still think that. She was just she was dope. Yes. Hardy Boys were kind of like whatever. Yeah. I Hot agree. take. I don't want anyone to get mad at me. On the no, podcast. yeah, I'm sure all the But the Hardy Boys don't have a movie coming out Nancy Drew freaking does. Oh
0: god. Every time they try to make a movie about Nancy Drew, it just blows and it's not. Just good.
1: make another PC game.
0: Yeah. W- I have also. more thoughts or on the iPhone company. games
1: at this point play. Mm,
0: they do. They have the case files that oh, really? there for kids. Yeah, I try. Oh, okay. Them. Anyway. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I grew up. I grew up in a Christian upbringing, okay. so I had really limited knowledge of, of Catholicism as a, as a religion. I only mm-hmm. knew it from movies, and then it's like there's it a confessional, and um, people wear robes, and that was sort of my like very narrow view of it. So I mm-hmm. had no nothing outside of that. But I've always associated c- Catholic Church in the world of art and like. Italy and France and, like, sort of this beautiful, like, sculptures and... Mm. I was just, like, much more exciting religion because there was so much around it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, my church felt like Mm -hmm. very... We read a lot and there were less visual stuff and I liked that idea. And this weird mystery behind things. And so I wanted to believe in stuff like this. Yeah. I wanted to believe that this crazy mystery could unfold. And maybe it's, you know, I don't know. know. I don't know what's at stake.
0: So I guess... Let's start with the main characters. Okay. Number one hottest symbolism master, Robert Langdon, (laughs) who has awakened something in me, this like raw yearning. (laughs) I am so attracted to Robert Langdon. (laughs) I... I I never knew. I always knew that I kind of had a thing for Nicolas Cage in National Treasure
1: because
0: uh-huh. I remember going to see that movie when I was like 11 and being like I think I'm attracted to men like
1: Oh know. yeah.
0: I'm straight, definitely because of <laughs> Nicolas Cage. And Robert Langdon is like a step up from that. Like there's something Oh, he's like so smart and he's he's just so willing to kind of accept things around him but not like be judgmental. I just Oh, and I thought the hair, I thought it was going to bug me, but I'm into it.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it was. it's always been the joke of the movie, but I feel like I see people with that haircut now.
0: Yeah, I went like, on a, date, it with that same a yeah. date with that same I hair. I don't know what I would
1: call that hair, <laughs> but it's back. Mm. Yeah. It's also, there's a really weird line between the terminal and this where Tom <laughs> Hanks has like, aged but in a weird way where he doesn't look older he just looks sort of different uh-huh and it's fascinating to me because he's really skinny in this he's like but not it's like, like shape
0: a little forrest bit. gump skinny no he's, he's just like, like looks healthy nice. yeah i agree i totally agree and wish he, had he his looks, looks like off. a
1: professor <laughs> I was, but i was like what does that mean
0: you see yeah. all your professors in their towels in their bedrooms is,
1: they're very healthy These professors <laughs> just
0: like like they take care of themselves yeah Oh. But I was
1: surprised by that. He is. He's a. He's a. I it love makes it. Sense.
0: I love the wardrobe in this. Um, Audrey Tattoo. I don't know if that's how you say. I her don't know name. That's her name. She plays the daughter
1: of the Louvre. The man who was murdered at the Louvre. The
0: granddaughter of. Yes. Yeah, and she's like some kind of police detective or something. Yeah,
1: she works with the police. Her
0: name's Sophie mm-hmm. Neveu. Um, and their worlds kind of collide, like you mentioned when they're. Because they both have... They know the same guy who died. Yeah. Um, And they kind of just become partners by solving the same mystery together. Yeah,
1: because Langdon was supposed to meet the gentleman who was killed. Yeah. And we don't know why that didn't happen. We know why, but he doesn't know why he didn't show up. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I went to um, France last year. Oh. A humble brag. And I went (laughs) to the Louvre. And one weird thing watching it is I just can't fathom... How this murder took place. Because if the Louvre at night is anytime, is anything security-wise like the Louvre during the day, uh-huh. how do these people get in, one person, and hide? Like, the Louvre had people watching me everywhere. Everything I did was monitored. And there's got to be... I mean, this is, what, 13 years ago now? So maybe the cameras were different. <laughs> but I was like, that must have so many guards at all times. It's like the most valuable and one of the most iconic, famous museums in the world.
0: Yeah. It is like kind of nuts thinking that this guy gets shot, and then he just decides to take all his clothes off, go right in a bunch of glow in the dark. I mean, same all over the like. My
1: if I like no I'm gonna die, I'm gonna leave the craziest mystery for Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> just to like really mess up. I guess that would really ruin the rest of your life because there would just be blood and.
0: Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure she'd solve it, and then whatever.
1: Um, but then we, have, we already mentioned um, Paul Bettany plays Silas. Yes. Silas, Silas. The albino. The albino. He's a, he's a, mon- he's a c- Catholic monk type of figure. Yeah. Who seems to, he inflicts self-pain as punishment on himself. So he's got this chain, like spike chain tied around his thigh. And he whips himself all to like punish himself for, um, for his beliefs.
0: Yeah. He's the embodiment of the Catholic guilt that everybody yes. talks about, right? He's... Yeah, it's kind of an example of someone like so far on one side of the spectrum um, in terms of their like religious beliefs.
1: Yeah, it's sort of that extreme that mm-hmm. I think is the easy villain of movies that yeah. I think is a I think can be a negative archetype for for religious things because if if people have different views on religion or sort of um a uh, fear behind it then that is an easy thing to point out Is like well that's that I was like, that's not people aren't like that right I'll, I mean I'm sure there are people who absolutely exist like that but it's just a very easy villain type of figure right um, which is probably why people were upset initially because if that's how you look at Catholicism then like yeah I'd be like that's not how it is yeah totally uh, then we have the police captain Bizu, mm. played by Jean I'm gonna butcher all these names Jean Renault from Leon yeah. the Professional
0: Oh, I don't know what that is.
1: He's a uh, he's a police captain. He's hunting down Langdon. Mm. He brings in Langdon and, and then also ends up hunting him down. And he he sort of played with. We're not quite sure if he's because we're we're not really sure who's in on it. Yeah, exactly. But he seems to be a good guy,
0: which is kind of the fun part of yeah. it. No, he I don't like that has part. Anyone? Yeah,
1: I dig that part. And then like this cast is stacked.
0: It total. It's like, it's like nuts. Yeah, Sir Ian McKellen. He's a Sir, right? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah!
1: Yeah, he's doing his. I mean, everything he touches is is elevated. Love <laughs> you, McKellen. Alfred Molina is a bishop.
0: Yeah. Wait, what else uh, is Alfred Molina in?
1: He he's a uh, Doc Ock and Spider Man. Oh, I
0: just watched <laughs> that. Yeah. It's,
1: um, he's really great. He has. Have you ever seen Boogie Nights? Uh. Uh-uh. There's a scene in Boogie Nights that he's in. that's like one of my favorite like scenes ever. Okay. He's amazing, and I won't. <laughs> but he's so good. Um, there's there's a, a bunch of other people, but I feel like those are the main yeah. facts, right?
0: Yeah. So so there's one there's like a big mystery about the Holy Grail and what it really is. Yes. That's what Sophie and Robert are trying to figure out with the help of uh, Ian McKellen, who is Sir Teabing. Li- what isn't
1: his, I think his name's Teabing.
0: Teabing. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it says Sir Lee Teabing, but I think I think they just mixed up that his. Oh. Name as a sir and I think anyway. I think
1: in the in the Is he a sir in the movie? Yeah, I believe so. Oh. Cuz he's like very like posh and has a huge mansion and a, a butler or assistant whatever named Remy. He's important. Remember Remy. <laughs> How could I forget? But they basically they're on they they escape the Louvre with these clues and they uh, start to track them down and take sanctuary at Seabing's house. Yes. Um that's where I, I stopped the movie last night, right when they got to his house. So I was like, we're about to get a bunch of exposition. I'm going to wait.
0: Yeah. Before they start explaining the final yeah. supper or the last supper. This
1: movie loves to explain stuff. Oh,
0: uh, but it's so it's good. It's like a play.
1: They just explain uh, everything.
0: I I do think that it elevates the story in a way that made the book like a little more challenging. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I think they did end up coming out with a book that had illustrations so that you could see the. Oh, that's kind of neat. Supper. Yeah. Is it the last supper or the final supper? What's wrong last with me? Last supper. The last yeah. supper. <laughs> I went to Catholic school for like 12 <laughs> years, but I don't know any of this.
1: You just purged it out of your mind. blocked it
0: all out. Um, But I remember like running to go look up photos so I could see what they were talking about. Especially that that painting has like a big part of the Holy Grail, like
1: yeah. The idea is that the Holy Grail is not an actual, like goblet as we've been as pop culture has made it. But as Indiana Jones
0: has told us, a person. Instead, yeah, it's the Mary Magdalene. It's the bloodline of of Jesus Christ.
1: And there's all these. This I, I got to admit. I mean, there's there's a world of like art history that must be fascinating to study in that regard. Where there's ever, all these little pieces that people try and add meaning to, mm-hmm. where like the spacing between Jesus and the person on his right form a V, which is the shape of womanhood, like the womb, and mm-hmm. that's what where the Holy Grail lies. And it's not actually a one of the disciples. It's Mary Magdalene. And if you move her, she sits on his shoulder, and that they were actually isn't the idea that they were married and had yeah, they a child. Were in love, yeah. So there's all these. I get. I, the more I talk about stuff the more I'm like, okay, I see why churches could have been mad. But um...
0: well, then there's that whole like, that whole separate part of that kind of that they use as proof of of why Jesus would have had a wife and why it would be Mary Magdalene. That there's these other books of the Bible mm-hmm. that were never written into gospel. Or
1: I think that idea is fascinating.
0: I do too, and I've yeah, I like totally. I'm into that stuff. I I remember. Always, when I was like taking religious courses and stuff in middle school, being like, "Why is this the Bible? Like, yeah. why is this what we believe in?" Like, how and I never could chosen... get an answer.
1: It is really that the mystery behind that is is really crazy. Yeah, um,
0: it's all a cover up. It's all a, <laughs> this a cover up podcast.
1: And I've already forgotten. It's been thirty minutes since I watched. But where do they they find the? Uh, where do they find the cryptid?
0: Oh, it's inside the safe. So she he leaves behind or a keychain key. or something? Yes.
1: That, so we left out. Safe, That's how they get a... to Ian McKellen's house. It's yes. like a safety deposit box. Yes. Crazy facility that they go to.
0: So cool. It's like
1: unknown to people and is passed down from generation to generation.
0: There's one key, one shot to get in. Yeah. Oh.
1: And they the police are on their way to this facility that they're at. They've got this, is it called the crypt, Cryptex? Yes. Okay. They have this, it's a, this box with a cryptex and it's like this crazy looking contraption with all these letters on it that has a secret inside, but if you try and break it open, it destroys what's inside. Pretty dope.
0: Totally um, dope.
1: Designed by Da Vinci, I think they say. Yeah. So there's a way that they can escape. What does he say? He's like, there's a, an escape clause or something. Yeah, there's
0: like a special. the Santa
1: Claus 3 movie. <laughs> but there's a, some type of.
0: Yeah, it's like an emergency like protection thing. Yeah. But in...
1: then, that guy betrays them because he's like, I want to know what's been in this box this whole time.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy.
1: Everyone's evil. Um, Honestly.
0: Everyone. everyone. is evil. <laughs> we both have the same.
1: Except the police captain. He good. He good. <laughs> he good.
0: Yeah, it's it's fun kind of watching them uncover these things. And I feel like Robert Langdon's character always kind of like knows way more than he's ever letting on mm. because he doesn't want to lead Sophie into um, thinking something without realizing it for herself, you yeah.
1: know? Like, he, he runs the risk of being, like, the most mansplainer ever.
0: <laughs> Hot. Because
1: there's this thing that has to happen in movies like these that I hate, but I understand, uh. which is, like, you have to tell the audience. Like, these people, are very smart. This is their area of study. They know these things. Yeah. When they're like, oh, it's modeled after Da Vinci's thing. Like, they know that.
0: They would never but say that but to they each have other. To figure
1: out a way to say that out loud, which is the hardest part of writing something like this. Mm-hmm. But there's some stuff, like... At the beginning when Langdon comes to the Louvre and they round the corner and he's like, oh, the, this hallway, that's where the body was. And they like, say it out loud. I'm like, why would you? Yes, we know. <laughs> we saw the murder. Yeah. But like we have to let the audience remind them where we are. Yeah, stuff yeah. Stuff like that. thats thats That frustrates me, but at the same time, I understand, it. especially in a heavy, all real thing like this type of situation, it's got to be done, but...
0: It does feel a little condescending.
1: It makes me feel dumb as an yeah. audience member where they like, remind, oh, let me remind you.
0: Yeah. You're like, give me some fucking credit.
1: Yeah. But no. Maybe not. I'd, it'd be crazy to see a cut of this movie where they don't. There's no explanations. You're just supposed to, you're expected to know kind of a realm of all what these, they know. All these like
0: religious. Well, I have to be honest. I'm not, I don't know much about like the Holy Grail. I don't yeah. remember that being part of like my understanding as a kid.
1: Yeah. I don't remember that at all.
0: So I was fine to just believe that it was Mary Magdalene the whole time.
1: And it is, there's stuff, I'd like to know, I mean, there's a ton of documentaries that I got recommended after I finished this from just, like, the Amazon queue about the real mysteries of Da Vinci, and I, like, flagged them, because I was like, I'm probably gonna go back and watch these now, because I want to know more. Yeah, the the good news
0: is, we have two more movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) We do.
0: Great news. Uh, I forget, like, what we are even talking about.
1: We are, we're at T-Bean's house. Oh, Okay, so he's,
0: so T-Bing's explaining.
1: He's another expert.
0: Yeah, but he's like all in on like taking down organized religion, like the Catholic Church.
1: Is that made clear from the get-go or is Mm, that a reveal?
0: No, I think that's a reveal later on. But he knows so much about it.
1: Specifically, his obsession is the Last Supper. Yes. Which is how we get the Mary Magdalene story. And it's one of those things where he's explaining this sort of conspiracy and Langdon's like, Oh, I never thought of it that way, and part of me is like, you would know.
0: You no, I feel like I feel like Robert Langdon totally everything he's saying. He's like, yeah, but it's not proven, or like, yeah, yeah it's an old wives' tale. Like he doesn't take it all as fact, but, but Sophie he doesn't knows know. the theories. Yeah, Sophie doesn't know. Sophie's like kind of fucking totally mind blown by it.
1: Yeah, because she's just a, she's just a police officer essentially.
0: Yeah, who's who's like a strange Slown grandfather into. has been killed, mm-hmm. and she's kind of been forced to solve this mystery.
1: Every movement in the movie happens because the police are about to arrive. Uh. So the next time the police are about to arrive, they, there's a big forest. There's a weird like action scene in the forest.
0: Yeah. There's another action
1: scene I forgot to mention where Sophie is suddenly Jason Bourne and drives backwards through traffic. That was and it's awesome. Nuts. Yeah. I was like, where did we? I mean, she's she's a trained police officer, so it actually makes sense that she can drive. Yeah. And then we have another big car chase, sort of through a forest. Uh huh. Um.
0: Lots of car shit. Yeah. There's that big car accident. Oh, See, yeah. Where that car like explodes.
1: Yeah, stuff's just that going past- crazy.
0: Ugh.
1: And then we're on an airplane because TB owns to an airplane. They're
0: Zurich or something. Yes. Yeah, so he's going to get them out of there so the police yeah. can't find them.
1: So it's just a trail of suspicion. It's looking worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Every time they get them, someone has helped them escape. Somebody it's with just, lots of money. Get, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we're on an airplane and we learn some more information. Mostly that the next piece of the puzzle is in London. Yes. Um, to be honest, I forgot how they found that piece.
0: I don't remember either. I remember them getting off of the plane. Like, there's this big worry that once they land, the French or the whoever police... Will arrest them. Will arrest them.
1: Because the, uh, the driver who tried to betray them from, like, the security vault place tells them where they're going. Yeah. So, so they, they track all... the plane. Yes. Um. They well they tracked the plane. They they say it's rewriting to London. So the French police are coming. I remember now, the box at the cryptex came in. This rose. Box, oh, it
0: had the, thing, had the thing. on, and
1: then it talked about London. So yeah, that was like written mirror.
0: backwards. Yes, I totally forgot. Which that. If you're
1: trying to like hide stuff, like it's pretty obvious when stuff's written backwards. Yeah. Still dope. Don't get me wrong. Still dumb. well,
0: it's just it's that secret panel. Yeah. It's like that's the big clue, and then it's just like which
1: is really cool. I wish I had stuff like that. I have a dream of. A room that you enter through a bookshelf or yeah. stuff like that.
0: I grew up watching like treasure hunt movies with my mm-hmm. dad. Like I love this kind of stuff. Yeah, I
1: don't I've know if understood. I would ever
0: want to solve a mystery in real life.
1: I w- Rachel's dad and I get along very well in that regard. Oh, um, he, he's a really big fan of the series. He's like read all of the books.
0: Oh, my kind of guy. And
1: um, I think we have the same sensibility of like we want to like dive for treasure like. Metal detectors and solve a mystery. My hope is that someday we will do that together. Have you ever
0: done geocaching?
1: Yes, that's the closest thing. With right? <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time. I should mm-hmm. bring that back.
0: I bet there's some weird shit in
1: that G the LA geocaches. Maybe. Oh, I'd be curious about that. Like bones. It was also I'm, I, my my goal this year is to get scuba certified because oh. I really want to eventually get to a point where I can shipwreck dive.
0: My dad and my sister both do that. Really? Yeah. Dang.
1: Because I can't go to space, so underwater is the next closest thing. Is oh, my my two biggest nightmares. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting off track again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, where are we? We're in London now.
0: We're in London. There's this like awesome scene that reminds me of like every heist movie where like we know they got off the plane because the police search it and yeah. they're not in there, but we don't know how. Like, how did they get off? And then they. Then Ian McKellen's like, sometimes you miss what's in plain sight. And then he shows like a quick flashback of them just getting off the plane Yeah, earlier. the plane's
1: like spinning and they get <laughs> off into the car.
0: You just like go out the back door. It's like not that I've, big of
1: a deal. I, couldn't remember, I don't remember that scene from when I originally saw it because I thought the plane, I thought maybe the car was on the plane oh, and, and they, they like, got into it yeah. and it's was like too easy. But then it makes sense that it's just parked there.
0: I figured it was going to be like Spider-Man where they're like suctioned up against the wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> they just suddenly the like... Corner.
1: <laughs> Um, I love that stuff. So then we move to somewhere. <laughs>
0: well, then we get like these back and forth pieces where that, that albino monk is like murdering nuns everywhere.
1: Oh yeah. He's on like a killing spree.
0: Cause he's going to all the places on the Rose line. Yes. And digging up things.
1: Which one of them is like a straight uh, homage to Indiana Jones three. Cause the way he breaks the floor to uncover something is the same way that Indiana Jones breaks the floor to find those underwater underground tavern or the tunnels. I just in, realized I don't
0: think I've seen Indiana Jones.
1: Oh my gosh. I think you'd love them. That'd be. Wait,
0: maybe I have.
1: I'd, I'd like, I I'd want to watch them with you if you ever, if that sounds Which like Which is the jam. one
0: where he's like in a thing that's like, <laughs> I'm like doing hand motions that nobody can see, where he's like, he's like climbing up a wall that's underground and it tips.
1: Um, that, that might be Temple of Doom.
0: That sounds right. Is that the first one? Second one. Okay. I'll totally watch him again.
1: So good. Uh, any I opportunity have, I to don't watch remember this. them? Um, yeah. So we catching up with uh, Celia, Silas, Celia, Silas. Silas, Silas. Yeah. I think it's Silas. Silas. That sounds. Did you right. hear it differently? I think it is just one of those things where I didn't pay close enough attention yeah. to it, and now it's I'm reading it instead. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and they, they fought. Silas tries to kill them at T-Bring's house. Oh yeah, I they take Silas hostage
0: that. on the airplane. <laughs>
1: Important detail. We're killing it. We're killing it. So they also have a hostage, just to add again to this.
0: Who's like a very violent enemy of yeah. theirs. Who's like threatened to kill them and they just keep him alive and keep him with them. Which is S- smart.
1: <laughs> so then they go to the temple church in London. London. Um, but it's, a, it's not quite what they thought it was going to be. Like know, the, clue, the clue didn't really lead to anything there. It's sort of a, a fake out. And then Silas is broken free.
0: Oh, yeah. And he yeah. grabs
1: Sophie. And then it turns out the freaking butler has betrayed them and he takes Cryptex.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy.
1: And um, then they come to arrest him. But. Um, they, come to ar-
0: they come to arrest I don't them. Remember. Who
1: arrests them? The French police arrive.
0: To arrest the Robert Langdon and, and
1: Sophie. Sophie. And t at this point.
0: Okay. But yes.
1: then, freaking. Remy? Remy. uh, No, wait. I've lost my train of I need you to
0: walk me through this because I don't remember it.
1: Okay. Uh, The police... Well, Silas gets... We should also say Silas gets killed Yeah. while he's running from them, from the police. Uh, He also accidentally kills Alfred Molina's character.
0: Oh, the bishop. Is this... This is that one that happens?
1: I think it's after this. I think I might be getting out of order. Because have we had the the reveal about... Temple Church is where the reveal happens with Remy. We don't know about... T bring yet.
0: Okay, that's where I'm like the timeline I messed up. So
1: up. but they are about to get arrested and they don't oh no no I'm 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 jumping ahead too. I've just goofed our timeline. They get the the cryptex is taken from them. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, God, I can't let me just you, should okay. be like this, right? Temple Church, the clue is not what the clue doesn't really help them anything. So Silas gets free, Remy is a bad man, and he takes <laughs> T Bring hostage dumping him in the car trunk. Yes. And then they go to like their little safe house thing. And then T-Bing, or so then it's revealed that the teacher the, Silas keeps talking about the teacher. Yeah. And Remy says it's him. But then Remy gives Silas or Remy Remy says it's him but then Remy meets with someone else who's the teacher. It turns out Ian McKellen is the bad dude.
0: He's the bad dude and he kills Remy.
1: Poisons his, his ass. With
0: a celebratory flask.
1: Ooh. Which why would you trust no one?
0: And is he, like, not crippled?
1: No, I think, I think he, actually, I, I don't like know. at
0: one point he, like, totally stands up and runs across the room.
1: Probably. But
0: that could have just been a miracle.
1: <laughs> sometimes I was looking down. I gotta be honest, sometimes I was Googling stuff in the movie, mm. like, imagery, because I, like, I was like, that's kind of interesting. I'll I was maybe on Hinge
0: while I watched this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just hoping someone would connect and be like, I'm watching Guess Adventure what I'm doing again.
0: right now. Do you want to go out?
1: Um... And then after that, Silas is confronted by the police and he kills the bishop by accident and then is shot by the police. Yes. Then.
0: So meanwhile, Sophie and Robert are in the the Opus Dei safe house thing, right?
1: No, that's where... um,
0: That's where Silas and yeah. Bring are? Okay, where are they, Sophie and They
1: Robert? go to the Westminster Abbey, to the tomb of Isaac Newton. Yes. And who do they get confronted by?
0: Sir Ian McKellen. Tea bring. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> um, and he basically he's like, "I'm bringing down the church for centuries of persecution and deceit," because he blames. He says the church has been covering up this, yeah, covering up all this stuff.
0: Yeah, this thing that he knows to be the truth that kind of would like take down that religion.
1: Yeah, and we we later learn that this is part of something called the Priory of Sion. <gasps> I like
0: he might feed.
1: And they are this this group of people who carry on like they protect the lineage of Jesus and his descendants. Mm. Right?
0: Yes. And I don't remember if, if this is the part where we find out that Sophie like, um, walked in on this weird ritual. Was that in the book or in the movie too? I,
1: in the book, they, it's, I think it's where the end, I think it was like kind of a, at the end when they're.
0: Piecing everything. together. Yeah. Okay. Hi, sweetie.
1: But we, we, we learned Isaac Newton is a former grandmaster of this priory. Mm-hmm. Um, And so T-Bring is, he's mad. He's very upset.
0: He's doing his, like, manifesto. Yeah. With Sophie at gunpoint.
1: And he's like, you have to open this, the uh, cryptex. Uh Uh-huh. And he's convinced that they know it. And uh, Langton turns around and goes full on, like, smart mode. Mind palace. (laughs) Putting everything (laughs) together. We're watching it all unfold. And uh, he turns around and he's like, I can't do it. Yeah. And he throws it. Yeah. And we've learned that the, if, if you mess with the cryptex, it spills like vinegar and destroys what's inside. Uh, <laughs> so um, T-Bing it seems like dives insane. for
0: it. Yeah, yeah, that's the part where he like stands up and runs across the yeah, room, like, even ah! though he's paralyzed. Yeah.
1: Um, or not paralyzed. But, but he drops his gun in the process. But the vinegar spills anyway. Mm. And then the police bust in. The map to the grail they, is gone. But that's when, that's when our captain, police captain finally reveals himself to be a good guy because yeah. he, he arrests T-Bring. Mm. Suddenly we're, we're piecing some stuff together. Um, but then outside, you know, t brings freaking out, like, now we're never gonna know. But he's like, wait, but you know, you got it out. And then lo and behold,
0: which is like a little, like, could yeah. have done without, obviously. It,
1: it, it's kind of satisfying to him as a villain if we didn't know that, because then he has to like live the rest of his life in prison,
0: never knowing the mystery yeah. has been solved or whatever. Yeah, I, mean, he'll,
1: I guess we'll never know it anyway, but um, but then. It, <laughs> The one part it did make me chuckle is that it's revealed that the code to unlock the (laughs) cryptex is Apple because Mm -hmm. Isaac Newton. Yeah. Gravity Apple.
0: There's two cryptexes in the book, right?
1: I don't remember. Because
0: I remember her name being a way to unlock the cryptex. And then there's like a baby one inside of it that the code is Apple too. Her first name is Sophia or something is like the first code. They don't have that in this movie. I don't think
1: that would just add more time.
0: Yeah. But it, it makes the final reveal a little yeah. more like
1: Okay. I should, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that versus the This book.
0: is it is like a problem for me though that I'm like definitely reviewing the book and the movie together. How recently did you read the book? Oh, like uh, ten years ago.
1: <laughs> okay. Well I mean it's cool that it stuck with you though.
0: Yeah, I like really liked it. <laughs>
1: um Okay, so then we the final clue tells us that the grail is 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 like underneath the rose. The rose. And that takes them to the Rosalind Chapel in Scotland, Mm -hmm. which honestly, if you read this book and you're like, I'm going to make a movie of this where it's going to travel to all these incredible places. Yeah. Pretty dope. Um, And that's where the tomb of Mary Magdalene is believed to be. Yeah. Then they get there. They're going through all these documents. And then we get a huge, huge Sophie dump that (laughs) Sophie's family died in a car crash Uh, the Louvre curator, I think he's what he was, the grandfather is not her grandfather, but her protector, because she...
0: Is the final heir, the only single remaining heir to the Mary Magdalene Jesus Christ bloodline. She is the Holy Grail, right?
1: Yeah. And then they come back up, and there's all these people there.
0: Like her grandma, like her great-grandma.
1: They're the priory. Who
0: are like, we're going to protect you.
1: And, yeah. Yeah. So the big reveal at the end is that she is, in fact, the holy girl. Because she's the final blood descendant of Jesus that's alive.
0: Pretty freaking nuts.
1: Um, yeah.
0: So then all seems like it's solved and done, right?
1: But wait.
0: But wait. Time Tom's to see Tom. shaving. <laughs> Honestly, like, the most erotic scene it that is. we've seen.
1: He's, he's shirtless. Wrapped
0: in a towel. Oof.
1: Shave, and he cuts himself like a ding-dong.
0: Yeah, like a total amateur. But
1: that blood looks awfully symbolic.
0: It looks like the rose line.
1: <laughs>
0: this, I think too. What's like kind of fun about this is it's like all these things that like normal people just don't fucking know. Yeah. Like he could be like, "Oh, it reminds me of the the fucking sage binary," and I'd be like, "Yeah, okay."
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and that leads him. He checks out the rose line, and that leads him back to the Louvre, mm. where we didn't say at the beginning. But they say it at the beginning. <laughs> the, in the Louvre, there's a there's a, a portion where two pyramids meet, and they're identical to each other.
0: Yeah, which look like the the uh, the symbols for man and woman.
1: Yeah, and you, they said that's one of the first things we learn in the movie when they arrive at the Louvre. So you're expected to be like, that's going to mean something later. Yeah. Lo and freaking behold, what's below all that?
0: The bo- the body of Mary Magdalene.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: I also don't know because like she's
1: still the Holy Grail.
0: Yeah. I guess she's still the holy ground. I think it's just like the existence of, of her. Yeah. Like where the did the body go? Like,
1: we still solve the mystery. I mean, but the mystery like, was Sophie, but also like we want that final like thing.
0: And I just, okay. I don't get why it's all so important.
1: <laughs> I don't either.
0: And he doesn't tell anybody this. He's just like goes to the Louvre in the He's middle just of the standing night. standing
1: on it. Which I, is that allowed?
0: yeah who's letting him do this
1: tom hanks yeah they're like oh, they're tom. like
0: oh man check out those flowing locks <laughs> i'm not messing with this hottie uh yeah he doesn't like share that with anybody that we see yeah maybe that happens in angels and demons i don't know i don't think, I think I angels
1: and demons is a prequel oh well it's in the book
0: i read the book but I, I don't remember it at all yeah luckily we'll do that like in two episodes right? yeah it's, <laughs> it's coming like... fast <laughs>
1: So that's, that's the Da Vinci Code, the plot <laughs> yeah. in our, in our version, which is a lot of backtracking and
0: a lot of like, ma- it makes
1: about as much sense as the one I watched.
0: I do feel like, okay, we didn't touch on Robert Langdon's like sexy, mysterious, troubled backstory. Yes. Which is that he like fell into a well or something. He's
1: claustrophobic.
0: <laughs> yeah. He hates. Yeah. But, but why? Cause he fell into this and that's like why he doesn't believe in God. Something like that. Like He's God like, would
1: have saved him or something.
0: Yeah, and he like prayed to God to get out so that just so he could go to school and like see his parents again. I don't know. I love like a mysterious troubled man. So that's, that's like what I'm looking for on Hinge right now.
1: <laughs> just Robert, you should just put type Robert Langton.
0: <laughs> I did do a Twitter poll today asking which. Uh... Oh, I saw I voted on it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm sure I know what you voted for. <laughs> oh, but which one did I vote for? Good question. Um, My Twitter poll was which like Tom Hanks character is sexiest and i just all three options were robert Langdon. i didn't realize how into him i am
1: that's that's cool though like i feel like you especially got even more out of this movie than you thought you would
0: yeah i always kind of thought the bait like the top like bar of like hottest tom hanks was sleepless in seattle tom hanks okay turns out
1: daddy tom hanks
0: (laughs) not even I'm sorry i said
1: that out loud no it's It's fine because
0: there is like an element of that's more like um the julia roberts movie Larry Crown. That's like oh, daddy Tom Hanks. Okay. This is like cool like Professor Tom.
1: Top of his game. Oh, smart I just, as heck.
0: He looks sleek. And he's, it's like an action movie. Have we yeah. seen an action Tom yet?
1: Not like blockbuster. This is like a very expensive movie Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah. And it, and I think the closest we have. I um, mean you get
1: like Saving Private Ryan. But it's different. No those totally. Like, that's this not is like an act. It's emotional. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's fun. It's fun it seeing is. him running. With Sophie under his arm, car like, chases. T- yes. Ugh.
1: Also, I gotta. I'll give. Let's start with the positives. Yeah. Things we love.
0: Sexy Tom Hanks.
1: Oh, I like that there was no romantic subplot,
0: even though I wish that there was.
1: I would. I understand where you're coming from. At the same time, I'm glad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, one. That's one, my only negative. One <laughs> fact.
1: While I was choosing this movie. There is an extended version of this movie that's 26 minutes longer. Where? It's two hours and 54 minutes.
0: Oh, for goodness sake.
1: And I debated for a second. I was like, maybe I should watch this one. Because it's it's the, the director's cut that, that Ron Howard made. Uh-huh. Um, I couldn't. I Maybe, <laughs> maybe I will re- I'll watch it before we do Angels and Demons. Okay. Just because I feel like we owe it to the audience to have the full... Because when we did... Um, um,
0: I know exactly what you're thinking of. Well, uh, what's the his movie? The music one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that thing you do. Yeah. You watched Extended. I accidentally watched, and like I watched the, the four-hour version. Um, but there's, I mean, there's like, I, I saw like on the, I was looking at like the special features on, that are available on the Blu-ray. I done on the Blu-ray. Let me make that clear. But there's like 35 <laughs> minutes of deleted scenes. and then But there's an, a, a version that's 24 minutes. It's like Extended. Maybe I'll just look at what's different. I want to
0: know. I bet you it has, maybe there's like more Robert Langdon backstory. Yeah. Or and more the of the second bishop Critics. maybe.
1: Oh, I do feel like the bishop is like. Because like Alfred Molina is like a very good actor. Yeah. It's like it's a very small role.
0: And I don't really understand what he's doing.
1: He's part, I think he's working with.
0: With Silas and Teeming. with Teeming. Yeah. But he's like kind of a good guy, right?
1: No, because he he fed the police wrong information to try and he was trying to help pin it on mm. Langdon.
0: Why was it so sad when he died then?
1: It wasn't. I think the police captain was realizing that he, mm. well, s- s- Silas. Sil- I can't get his yeah. name right. He was sad because that's like his mentor. Yeah. But the police captain was mad because he realized he'd been u- been being used. Got it. Which is how he knew that Teabing had turned. Yeah, got I it. I believe. Okay. Um. Yeah.
0: I, I like I like the fast pace. I like that they make the mystery like easy to understand for the audience. I feel like even though there were some things that are probably more fleshed out in the book like there always is in a movie like this or a series like this, I feel like it's like it's simple enough for like an average viewer.
1: Yeah, it explains everything that you need to know. Um, it, it could be because we watched it in two parts, but it, it never felt like um, a slog to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, like it's long, but never felt. I always felt like I was learning stuff at a rate that was satisfying. But I also stopped at halfway to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> but not because of it, just because of no. the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it's it's weird because it, this should be. I should love this. I want to. And love So it. what's missing? Well, let me. Uh, okay.
0: In this essay, I will.
1: <laughs> I don't. I'm going to sound like such an a hole. No. So my first issue with the movie is it's hyper serious to a fault. But it's so campy. But it doesn't 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 acknowledge that it's campy. Like it is as if this is this insane thing all serious all the time no jokes. But there's no stakes like it, it feels like the biggest mystery but if you look at it there's no Big stake. What do they lose if they fail? Okay, it's sort of my weird thing with it, right? I feel I don't want to like shit on the movie because you liked it a lot. But no,
0: that's literally fine.
1: But I, I like. There's nothing like besides just for these characters. There's like kind of stakes, but the stakes is Robert could, and them could get arrested, but then like at three fourths of the movie, we know that they're not anymore. But what uncovering this? What does it ultimately do? Besides, Sophie gets to know about her past, and they get to stop these people. But this idea of taking down the church, like, how are they going to... We never really learned what he's going to do to take down the church. Yeah,
0: with that information.
1: They know the information might exist and he could reveal it, but as we know in real life, that means nothing. You can uh-huh. reveal whatever you want and nothing happens. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting.
0: Well, I might, if I just... Do you want to go through all your thing? or you No, i like, to I'd, I'd like a retort. I kind of feel like it is enough that Sophie gets to know yeah. the truth behind her like past this whole time. And that... The maybe the doubts that Robert Langdon had if he's like, if he's been like a factual like science based anti religious Mm -hmm. professor, he's proven that there is like a reason to believe like there. I don't know. Maybe there's that message there. I think it's the growth with the characters is cool, and it's like kind of cool that this like secret society like gets to continue protecting their secret. Yeah, it's just like secrets. I don't know.
1: I, do, I, and I wonder if the extended one has more of that or if the book did where there's more because I feel like Robert starts off kind of the same as he ends. He may learn something but he doesn't There's not like a moment of change like he's Robert through and through but I guess that's sort of the action well, hero You don't think he dynamic. changed when he's
0: like looking at the, the pyramid and being like oh holy shit Mary Magdalene's under here. Did,
1: did, did, did he ever doubt that stuff was he's just
0: constantly saying like it's a theory guess, it's an yeah. old wives like he i guess he's been proven he is the, like the the non-believer that's yeah. like his thing and he's still i mean i don't think he's like totally a believer in like yeah. the whole mythos and the, the the jesus christ like stuff but this sure gives a reason to believe
1: um i wrote down this one moment that i thought was really funny uh, that I had to like really think about to realize, okay. what I did. but there's a shot uh, when Remy, when his butler turns on them and he's got his gun pointed and he's about to pull the trigger, and these birds fly down, and it's like a really goofy like shot of just birds coming down, uh, and that distracts him long enough for them to run away from this man with the gun. Yeah, I thought they must have missed, they must have like not covered that somehow because <laughs> it just looks insane. Yeah, not that's not fair. That's a nitpick. Uh, my other my other two big things were. The movie is just, I think we've talked about it, but like it is an ex, the whole movie is just people explaining things as yeah. if we're idiots. It has to happen to some degree, but it just it feels like a wall of text after wall of text where they just stop and they're like, here's the history of this and here's why it's that. But we know these people know this, so they that's kind of going over it for yeah. So it's
0: interesting because that seems to be a con for you, but kind of a plus for me. Yeah.
1: When I, and it's a thing that I acknowledge has to be there to some degree. Right. Maybe I just don't like the way that they handled it. It's for not my subtle. my taste. Yeah, or like the writing of it somehow could be where it's more ingrained in the character rather than just being like, here's these things I have to now say. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's just my personal thing. And then I, my hot take is the, the characters are very flat, mm. which I said with the emotional stakes, I didn't feel them there. I think okay. Sophie kind of gets them sort yeah. of as we go along, but even her reveal is not... She doesn't seem as like like if I was that I'd be like my life is a lie I can't believe this I don't know how I'd react but she's just like I'm going with them type of thing just kind of a weird like Disney Channel ending of like we did it everyone. she's been
0: searching for meaning her whole life and she's been like actively like told not to yeah by her grandfather who's doing her grandfather in quotes who's like trying to protect her and all she wants to know is the truth she can't like she can never get that it's like kind of satisfying that she's she like found a family.
1: And then my my hottest take <laughs> is I think this is one of the lesser tier Tom Hanks performances.
0: Okay, wow.
1: And I think that's because of the direction and the script. Okay. Cuz all he gets to do is react and say a different opinion. Okay. He doesn't have a lot to do like cuz the reaction to is always a new piece of information, which that's just storytelling, but I want He doesn't ever get like moments to have, I don't know, situational type of things. It's always just this acceptance and then these facts. And so I think he just, it feels weirdly, like he's still, he's not, he's not bad. He can do more. Yeah. Or I think if he he was given more. I don't want to blame him. No, no, no. But, and I do wonder, because I have looked up, I haven't read about them, but I looked up, the other two movies are, are ranked, they have much better, still not super like hyper well-regarded, but they are ranked higher than this. Interesting. Um, but I, I thought it was a strange...
0: Well, you kind of... You mentioned that that's like kind of a thing about action movies, right? Mm-hmm. So we know like their big flaw or we know they're big... Like with Indiana Jones, we know he's afraid of snakes. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, I, I've seen... I don't think I've seen any of the movies. Yeah. Maybe I have. Oh, I saw Crystal School.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a really funny one to have seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. And so we know Robert Langdon's kryptonite or whatever. Yeah. I'm not using that correctly, but is, is, class, is he scared of small spaces.
1: But it's only used like twice, right? The mm. elevator and then the, sh- the shipping van that they're in the back of.
0: Yeah, and then later when he's like telling them, or somebody's explaining to Sophie why he's so anti-religious oh, okay. or something. And he's like, it happened a long time ago. I'm not yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: But actually, real quick, a question for people listening. Uh, I would love to know. Da Vinci Code, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Which one's better? Which one's better? Yeah. I'm not going to answer. I'm curious because that is also like a, a very hated movie. People don't like that movie? People hate that movie. Oh. Which I, I, I have a soft spot for it. So. It's the
0: aliens, right? That's yeah. why they don't like it?
1: Yeah. People get really mad about that. Okay. Which, so I guess it's fair. I'm
0: not, I'm not hating anyone's
1: opinion. So do you so think... Do here.
0: What about if you rank this movie up against like National Treasure? They're kind of similar, right?
1: Yeah. I... I honestly I really like National Treasure. Yeah. I haven't rewatched it, but I used to lo- I've actually never seen the second one, but I loved that first movie. Like I saw it a few times in theaters. The whole I mean, I still have a joke with our friend group about everything leads to the uh, the, the constitution. Yeah, there the was like a thing. I think it was a joke on Vine and Comedy yeah. Bang Bang has a great one about uh, uh-huh. For 4 Washington Way. <laughs> yeah. So that joke has like lived on. But I also just think it has a satisfaction and it could also be that the The cast of characters in that has a really great chemistry and there's like a mm. lot that I wanted more because this is a very serious, dour movie. And it's also crazy to me in the realm of like where they are in Paris and in Scotland and London. It's like a very dark and like muddy movie. There's not color. And maybe that's just the tone of this sort of religious old artifact But there's so much talk of art and stuff and it's just the most, it's just a very like dull color scape and that could absolutely be intentional, but I
0: no, that's an interesting point. I hadn't thought of that. I wonder. So if I want to go back to what you were saying about this baby, not being like the best example of a performance that Tom Hanks is able to give. Does the movie change if he, if he has more flaws or more, I don't know, like what, what are you looking for? I don't
1: know. It's just something about the performance. And I think a lot of it is just what has to come out of his mouth. Where he doesn't have moments of, there's not emotional moments for him. They're very few and far between. It's just information. So it sounds like Tom Hanks reading an audiobook a lot of times. So it doesn't have a lot to do with that. And that, I think, is a flaw of the movie and not on Hanks, because I think Hanks always gives that. And he is, I mean, the, his, uh, I mean, he drives the movie. He's the reason it works. And,. I think the movie would be a lot worse off if he wasn't in it because part of it is you are full in with Robert Langdon because Mm. it's this effortlessly charming, but not a different type of charm than we're used to for Tommy. He's not trying to be like, I mean, for you, it absolutely worked (laughs) from like a sexual perspective, but for everyone else, he's just like, you trust him and you believe him and he has like an assertiveness, but he doesn't feel like an a-hole. Yeah, Um, He's like a good teacher. He wants to teach but also once, like you mentioned, he let Sophie figure things out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to like put it in her brain. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: I would be interested to talk to Mr. Hanks about this movie. Yeah, and I wonder. I mean, I hope obviously, if he listens
1: to one, it's not this, and he's like that guy, Danielson, an, an asshole.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. No, he said things about this movie. Like he understands why people mm. don't like it, and he, Tom, is religious. I think yeah. he might even be Catholic. I don't know. He might, or maybe just regular Christian, but. Um,
1: just regular <laughs> I like that. That is the there descriptor. was like
0: a kind of a rivalry when I was growing up between
1: oh. like traditional
0: Roman Catholics and then like born again Christians or I don't even know what oh. the proper term is that was how we like yeah we believe in the Bible and like oh it's like
1: we believe Texas in like the versus Mary. Oklahoma State or t- uh, Oklahoma University yeah it
0: was like classic rivalry
1: yeah. <laughs> those rivalries
0: um, but I think I, I would be just curious of like why did he sign on to this project? Was mm. it because of the huge like the behemoth that this and like the cultural like windstorm that this book was? Is that why he signed on? Yeah. Is it because Ron like who came on first, Ron, Ron Howard or Tom like yeah, they
1: did splash together but No,
0: not It's not like a relationship <laughs> since
1: then. On Apollo 13. Apollo Oh,
0: 11. No, it's Apollo 13. 15. You have the poster. Oh, 13.
1: Here I took it down. Oh, you took it down? You swapped it out. It's been changed. Interesting. Um,
0: yeah, I would be interested. Because yeah. then, and then, like, was he, like, contractually obliged? Is that the right word?
1: To yeah. do the sequels? I don't know. I wonder if they knew this was going to be a surefire hit. Because the sequels are. I mean, I guess they're not. I mean, because Angels and Demons is two movies away, but then Inferno is a few more. Inferno. Was Inferno? Like 2013, I think.
0: Yeah, it's like, like kind of recent.
1: After. I think that was a newer book. There's a ton of these books about Robert Langdon. Yeah. Um,
0: it is. It's just. In, it doesn't seem like his project. Yeah. His he normally does meatier things. Like. Yeah. But the fact it that. Could this, be a
1: money. Th- I mean, it's. Do this, but then he he produces and stuff too. So this is mm-hmm. the type of thing that you do this, and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um.
0: And the fact this but movie it feel was cashed in, despite. The movie not really being like a critical success, mm-hmm. right? I'm assuming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> financial success though, like huge. Out the Wazoo, like
0: a shit ton of money. So that's awesome.
1: And probably sparked movies like this, regardless of how I feel, my opinion on it. Movies like this always do a sense of good because even for me and my friends, my friends who were really into it, like it sparked a an obsession with types of art history. Like culturally and like religious things that I think people were really interested in. I mean, you can go on Netflix and look at, search Da Vinci and get ten documentaries about this iconography and mystery of of, of the paintings. And so that alone is really cool because it kind of sparks a cultural movement that is a thing to study and look for that is is positive, like really interesting. Um, something that come out of it and you're like, I wanna, I wanna do that type of. So I, I think, and I think that's that thing that. That want to solve a mystery and so you can i mean we're all obsessed with true crime podcast and television shows and it's sort of this was just that but with uh conspiracy Religious. theories and, yeah. and all these symbolism, symbolism and which i still love
0: i do too and i i i want to like defend myself for a second the only re- it's not like the only reason i like this movie is because i'm like horny <laughs> for tom hanks as robert that's Linden. just a plus it's just like an added thing that I didn't yeah. realize. I do like, I, I like the story. I, I think probably my background in like being raised Catholic probably mm-hmm. makes this story like hit a little harder for me. And just like the idea of like the believer and the non-believer like at odds with each other, but still working together to solve the mystery. It's like the whole thing kind of works for me.
1: Well, that's the way I, I didn't think of it that way. So I think that's a really interesting way to, to view it. Cause I, having not come from that, I didn't view mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah. Um, I think that's great, I, but I love that though. That was why I was excited to get into a thing we disagreed about because there's like a, a, definitive like it means different things, and I think that's something I really like. I wanted in podcasts, and I really like in discussion film podcast. Yeah, where there's like well, we're different why. viewers. Like yeah. we're
0: just we both see things totally differently. It's yeah. just you're like smarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, clearly not though, because you're seeing all these things here. So like, oh yeah, oh, Those and this and this.
0: Pretty base level.
1: Detective Kevin. She fell asleep, but I think Yeah, she, we haven't
0: talked about Kevin yet. this She episode.
1: loved it. She made it about two minutes and then she went to sleep. Okay. But she loved those two minutes. She was raving.
0: Yeah, she's ready to go solve a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. She's been a good girl in this episode. Yeah. She was
1: chewing on my hair. Sleeping hands directly under the microphone.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so is that. Okay. We ought to do like a final thought. Like, yeah. rate this movie on us one to five. Cryptex. <laughs> uh, one to five Da
1: Vinci's. I would probably up it from where I used to be. I'd say like a two out of five. Okay. I had it at like a one, one and a half.
0: Wait, did we talk about why? Why? Hmm? Why would your view change from when? Um, you I don't saw know it?
1: something about it this time. I just enjoyed. I think getting back, I haven't really. We haven't had a movie quite like this, like a really big mystery movie like this in a while.
0: Yeah, we so have. I think I
1: just sort of enjoyed it, and I we had, we've like built it up for a long time uh-huh. of my hate for it, and so I think I went in, and, like, it wasn't... Things weren't quite as bad as I remembered. Uh Like, some of the performances, I was like, actually, it's, you know, it's
0: fun. I feel like two stars is, like, kind of one of the lowest that you've ever rated, though. Yeah,
1: I think it's, like, down there with, like... I mean, it's better than Bachelor Party, (laughs) let me make that clear. (laughs) But um, it's not something I would return to very often, but it is entertaining. If someone was like, let's watch this, I wouldn't hate myself. Like, I thought I would. Interesting. But I would not, like... I'm gonna revisit Da Vinci Code I would much rather like dive into a documentary on it
0: interesting yeah um, I'd probably give it four and a half, five. but it's just it works for me it's yeah. a fun action movie it's easy to swallow I don't feel like I have not like changed as a human after I've seen it except for understanding I have a new like sexual <laughs> preference <laughs> this is so gross I'm gonna to have to look him in the eye someday and talk to him about this movie
1: the, this is gonna be I feel like this is gonna be the one He's gonna be like I feel like that's a really divisive movie I'm gonna to listen to this oh my god. episode it's the episode's like two and a half hours yeah. long it's like our longest episode cause so we've got in the next year we've got like we have two movies with press circuits we have a chance we should apply for <laughs> and uh yeah you're gonna to have to atone for this oh my
0: god I'm gonna to have to go back to church Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me, Father. It's been 25 years since my last confession. Okay, so now that we've finished talking about the masterpiece that is
1: the Da Vinci Code. We cracked. We, oh, we, missed, we missed a great joke there. Cracked. Now we cracked the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
0: Uh, it's time for our, our well, most famous segment.
1: Kevin's so excited. Kevin. Hey, it's happening.
0: <laughs> I almost just said the Da Vinci Code. Uh, so hot latest news as of March 28th it's pretty recent
1: that's very yeah
0: um Tom Hanks is in talks to play Colonel Tom Parker in the new upcoming Elvis Presley movie directed by Baz Luhrmann am I saying his name right? Baz? yeah
1: Baz Luhrmann Baz Luhrmann yeah cri- everything you just said makes no sense to me except Elvis Presley Baz Luhrmann makes sense okay I don't know how that person ties into Elvis Presley's life but um, I'll see it his
0: manager yeah oh, I don't okay. know anything about but apparently he's like kind of infamous I'm into it he's played oh, a manager before
1: also, oh yes you he know has. he can do it <laughs> he can do it real good another biopic kinda. yeah
0: that's kind of the thing right now after Queen and after the Elvis not Elvis Elton John thing that's coming yeah. out mm. I would almost actually not be surprised if this doesn't actually get made
1: yeah, maybe we... Uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see how... We'll let you know. Rocket <laughs> if Man you is. don't look at the internet, come back and we'll <laughs> let you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's our next movie?
1: Our next movie is The Aaron Sorkin Written, Charlie Wilson's War.
0: Ooh. Aaron Sorkin? Down. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: It's it's cool. It's cool to see... It's a uh, lot of people in it, huh? Yeah, it's pretty sacked cast.
0: I feel like I got the dvd for christmas one
1: year philip seymour hoffman yeah mm. i think julia roberts is I in it totally think she is but it's like tom hanks with aaron sorkin's dialogue coming out of his mouth it's pretty dope Ooh, baby that part's pretty dope i won't say how i feel about the movie yet you've seen it mm. oh, seen okay it. well Sorry. we'll talk about it on the show and then after that we're back baby and more da vinci more robert langdon
0: awesome you can't wait
1: me Either. who needs a boyfriend yeah so I got just keep lighten. watching Robert
0: yeah. Langdon. <laughs> okay, well, we got some exciting stuff coming up then.
1: Yeah,
0: and some minisodes maybe. I keep saying yeah. it, we keep not doing it. <laughs> I keep just <laughs> going to, to, a, to yoga.
1: The weirdly, the minisodes are a lot of a lot of research. Yeah, more so than a. I mean, we watch the movie, we we research a little bit, but the minisodes are like, yeah, it's the extra credit. Oh, I numbers. bought a
0: new book that has Tom Hanks in it. Okay, I'll bring it next time. <laughs> okay, I haven't read it yet.
1: Cool. Wait, what does he do Is it a short story or something?
0: It's like an unofficial, like... It's like the world according to Tom Hanks, but it's like not... It's not like through him at all. It's like some interesting just I saw it on Amazon. Is I it
1: short it. or long?
0: I don't know. I haven't even opened mm. it. I just literally just thought thinking it. thinking book club. one click. Oh, we could. Maybe. Yeah. It feels weird because it's not like sanctioned yeah, by Tom. Yeah, just about... He'd be like, fuck you guys. That
1: <laughs> could be our Da Vinci code. <laughs> is this true? I we'll have to hunt it down. Okay. Oh, Lord.
0: Well... That's it, right? That's it. Okay, so if you're interested in continuing the conversation, continuing to talk Tom with us, uh, you can find us all over the internet. We've got a Facebook group. we got Twitter that we sometimes post on. Instagram that I'm very not active on and I'm going to get better at it. <laughs> um, and we all under the handle...
1: Pot Hanks TomCast.
0: Cool. And um, I'm also... I'm on Instagram under Sugar and Satire. Daniel?
1: Sure. No, I'm not sugar and I'm Daniel Ott on Instagram.
0: Yeah, you got a website. We also have a website,
1: talkingtom.com. <laughs> oh fuck. I forgot then. that part. I have a website.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is the episode Tom listens to. Yeah. He's like, what is wrong with Yeah, he's people? like, never mind, I don't want to do this.
1: And with that, uh Well I'm my I am Daniel. <laughs> I'm Josie. And that's
0: Kevin. <laughs>
1: Kevin.